Welcome into the fourth mother box. Ah, can you feel it? 72 seasons. The title track released today, and it's around the corner, but we are here, the fourth mother box. I am Tom Oakery, joined as always by Kyle Cosentino. We'll get to Kyle in a second here, but this is a special bonus episode of Fourth Mother Box. We typically don't do this unless Metallica does something really, really cool. And Metallica's been doing a lot of really, really cool things as of late. So before I intru- uh, let let Kyle talk here and introduce himself and talk a little bit, uh, I want you to go and follow us on Instagram at Fourth Mother Box. Find us on Vero at Fourth Mother Box. We're on Facebook as well, same name. Um, that's about it. You won't find us anywhere else. But like I said. Joined me with me, as always, if you're here new to this podcast because of Metallica. We are DC nerds and snobs and comic book people and Star Wars guys, uh, amongst a whole bunch of other different shit. But first and foremost, Kyle and I are the biggest Metallica fans you'll ever meet. So, Kyle, how the hell are you today? I'm doing good. Happy Metallica Thursday. Yeah, so let's see. We've got uh, Lux Eterna dropped on a Monday. Um, Screaming Suicide dropped on a Thursday, so... Uh, if darkness had a sun, when the fuck did that drop? March 1st. That was a Wednesday. I think that was March 1st. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Wednesday. That's right. Cause we were waiting for Mando to come out. So, all right. Mondays, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are, are good days for new Metallica songs, but any good day, any oh, day yeah. is a good day for a Metallica song. If you ask me a new one. Hell yeah. Now, Kyle and I are, 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 you know, unique in our Metallica fandom and, um, you know, before we get into breaking down this brand new Metallica song, Kyle, and previewing the album, because this is 72 Seasons, the title track for their brand new album coming out April 14th, just two weeks from t- tomorrow, this episode today, you're released on March 30th, you know, the evening of March 30th, and two weeks from tonight's the global premiere, and two weeks from tomorrow, 72 Seasons is out on Saturday, we can officially say we're getting a new Metallica album this month. That's crazy. But before we get into breaking it down, again, like I said, if you're new to Fourth Mother Box and you, and you found us just to, to talk about the world's greatest band and the world's greatest heavy metal band, um, let alone the world's greatest mu- music band, according to what I would say and Kyle would say. But um, I want you guys to know, you know, why Kyle and I are Metallica fans, you know, and and it's 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 kind of hard to explain. But uh, Kyle, would you would you mind giving a quick elevator pitch to the people of just like, you know, like, I, you know, the rabbit hole that we go down when we like discovered the band and like what it meant to us. I know it's hard, but easy to do this with this band sometimes. But 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 it, I just want people to understand like what they mean to us. You know, it's like why we're so nuts about it. Well. I've been a fan since I was 10 years old. I remember bringing my portable radio uh, CD player to day camp uh, way back when. And I, and the first album I, I listened to was Reload. And it's I felt like that was like the only album that I knew of at the time of all music. And, you know, looking back at my life, I can't even begin to picture it without Metallica because this band has just been so meaningful to me and, and Tom and, and, uh, you know, our band when we had it, um, we still it, have it just, we still have scourge. Scourge will always be with us. Of mm-hmm. course. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I just, we've, we've followed them. We've been there like at many concerts. We've almost died. We've, 
stood out in every element, spent ungodly amounts of money just to see this band. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot we there wouldn't be a lot that we wouldn't do. So this band is very meaningful to us. It's a very um, big part of our life. So I'm always happy to hear that there's a new album, there's a new song. Um, it was great. It was a great Thursday to wake up and hear this. So um, I was very happy. Absolutely. Uh, I couldn't have said it better myself, um, but I'm going to try. You know, for all the reasons that, Meta- uh, that Kyle said, <coughs> excuse me, he's a Metallica fan. I'm that um, just as well. You know, you know the band, you... You know, you're in. It's 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 so crazy that we're talking about this. Mine and Kyle's first seventy-two seasons of our life. Essentially, what this album means is when we discovered Metallica, and it was very formative for our adult years and our childhood. Right? Kyle discovered Metallica when he was ten. I I discovered him not that long after ten, maybe thirteen or so. Right? Like like I knew who Metallica I think- was. I think that's how we met because I just vaguely remember like being in like some class and I remember you had like an Injustice for All shirt on. I'm not sure if we were friends yet, but I think that's that's when we started to become friends. Well, that's a great point. Like a lot of my friendships from high school carried like were built through Metallica, right? So, and and Kyle's right. Uh, Kyle and I met through Vince Burnt at Vince's house, like, a little bit before that, that instance you're talking about. But, yeah, like, on a dress-down day, I wore an Injustice for All shirt. And, you know, we just continued to talk more, you know, based off of Metallica. And then Chris McElroy, who I was, you know, good friends with and really great friends with growing up, um, he's, I was just, like, flipping through. I had, like, the big old CD book, right? You know, those big old things you'd carry together. And I was flipping through, and he saw that I had load. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got that. I love that. So you're bonding over Metallica. It's just what happens. It's it's like this is a family. You know, it's a Metallica family. And that's one of the many reasons I'm so hitched to this band. Um, it's I, I, I'd like to say that our friend Vince also has a magical third nipple. Yes, he, he actually has a third <laughs> nipple. He and does. It, it grants wishes. It grants wishes. So if you ever meet him, you know, ask him... Uh, ask his third nipple for a wish. <laughs> It'll grant you three wishes. Um, the f- the first two wishes, uh, you have to do unimaginable things to the third nipple. But I digress. So, uh, like I said, I you know you know the band is just beyond family, right? It's like it's like you feel like you're part of Metallica. These, these are four guys just doing what they do best. And uh, I was youth, you know, an angsty little teen angry little white boy as as uh, an old boss of mine used to call heavy metal was um music for angry white boys um should have taken her to hr but whatever um in any event (laughs) in any event we uh, you know you just my first metallica was corn like i got really into corn and then i heard metallica and i was like oh this is a lot better than corn and I just got put corn to the side, right, and paid attention from afar. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, paid attention to corn from afar. But man, I was open to Metallica by listening to S and M. Really, like I remember Reload. You know, I remember when Reload came out. I you was, were you were into S and M. I I was. I mean, your mother introduced me to it, so I had to really ah! take a take a deep dive into it. So. In any event, Kyle, we're talking serious stuff here. We're not talking about your mom's hot boobs, okay? We're here talking about 72 seasons, okay? Christ, calm down. God, 
people. We are normally a very family-friendly show. Go fuck yourself, you little horse piece of shit over there in Chicago. We're family-friendly, guys. Fuck. No, we're not. Cunt asshole vagina. Ugh. Anyway, back to the back to the TVPG to 13, whatever the hell we are. We normally don't record on Thursday. This is weird. So that's fine. But Metallica will we'll do it all for them. So anyway... Uh, I grew up with this band, like Kyle. I, I, I traveled literally the United States to go see them. Um, haven't seen them across the pond. Maybe one day Kyle might be seeing them in Poland. I don't know if that's going to happen. That'd be awesome if you did. Um, I'm just going to say yes. Okay. Yes. There that's we go. Gonna say it's happening, Kyle. Seen them in Poland. Fuck yeah. A, that's awesome. It's, it'll be cheaper to see them there. <laughs> <laughs> at, this, at this rate, it's true. Goddamn inflation. All for chocolate ice cream. Um, so, yeah, I, if I've and, and I've been in the Halo on Fire music video. Go back and listen to our podcast. We've talked about that at length. The band means so much to us. You know, it means so much to us. And, and we don't have to sit here and tell you, oh, there was this one time when I was really depressed when I was 15 and I listened to Fade to Black and it made me f- relate. And everybody has that moment with their favorite band everybody has that moment with it so it's like we're not going to bore you with that shit that's that's happened to both kyle and i but like being a part of the metallica family transcends a culture to an extent it's 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 so hard to explain because you just don't expect it from this band like uh, uh, this band or, or maybe like the fans of the band but for for like metallica is the biggest heavy metal band to ever exist Right, I think that's undeniable. And then when you think of that on a grand scale, how much albums they've sold, and money they've made, and music they've put out, you go to Kyle and I will go to these concerts, and we'll see people we've seen before. It's like you, it's like the world's biggest, closest family, and you know everybody's welcome. So that's what being a Metallica fan means. It's right. It's like I've converted so many people into being a Metallica you know, bigger fanatic. And it's mostly just introducing the band to them. The band does the rest. It's just like, just check it out. Metallica's got something for everybody. And if you like fast, if you like modern, old-school Metallica, well, after 72 seasons coming out today, I think this album is going to be for you. So I've talked a lot there for a second. I don't want to steal your thunder, Kyle. So let's jump right into the song today. What were your initial reactions to the seven and a half minute Thrasher seventy two seasons? Well, it seems like there th- th- this album is very thrashy, and it's uh, it it's very very similar to Hardwired to self destruct. I feel like these all these all the songs that were released could have been like a part two to that album, and this album uh, this song. I really, really like the opening. I mean, that opening was fucking killer. And it, it just, it's like, I don't know if this is the, is this the first track on the album? It is. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense because it's, it's heavy and it, and then it gets fast and it just, it's like really just punches you in the face. Now with the song in general, after the opening, I think the, it was very riffy. Like the, the verse was good. Um, I didn't get into the chorus as much, and you know, this is the fourth song where I'm like, "Where the fuck is Kirk Hammett?" So I, I had a few criticisms. I mean, it's not a bad song. I like the song. I liked every song so far. 
I feel like Kirk lost his phone again because, <laughs> you know, if you're a guitarist, you know exactly what I mean. He's just putting a solo to the song. That's what he's doing. He's not writing a epic max masterpiece. And well, let's stop and, there. You know, maybe these, Let me stop maybe there real these quick. songs. Okay. I want to ask you because because we're on the topic and you're a guitarist. You're the lead guitarist of Scourge. Best one that I've known and, and, and ever played with. Do you think he like? What do you think about his use or overuse of the wah pedal? I mean, I don't use the wah pedal personally. Like I've used it in the past. I think it it's effective when used like effect, you know, correctly. He's he kind of overdoes it a bit, like Zach Wild and his pinch harmonics. Yeah, but like it's never it's never like I don't know. It's never personally bothered me. I always felt like he used it and it made sense. You know, like Kirk is an exceptional guitarist, just like James. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, you know, he's he's written just some of the most amazing solos, you know, and and even James, like they're both, you know, if you're a guitarist and I've said this before, if you're a guitarist, you play Metallica. They are fun as fuck to play. Like They really are. I mean, it really builds your skills as a guitarist. If you are a hard rock guitarist, if you're playing their stuff. Now, obviously, there are more technical players out there. I, I know that, right? I never, I'll never, i never forget when I tried to learn my first John Petrucci song oh, from Lord. Dream Theater. Uh, remember when we played As I Am uh, oh, yeah. at our very first show? <laughs> the cops got that called. Was, we were so bad. Oh, uh, well, you know what? We played the shit out of that song, and I fucking nailed that solo. And that was not an easy solo to play. And I remember that really was uh that was really something um but anyway but anyway i just i just like it's four songs in i mean there's the rest of the album to get into i'm i'm just kind of like now when i say i'm disappointed it doesn't mean that i don't like it it just means that when i feel like i could have written this solo you know then i'm it just doesn't feel special to me you know and i'm I'm not that great of a guitarist. I can play guitar. I can play solos and everything. And there's no way I would ever be able to write as well as Kirk Hammett has done. But this is like, you know, kind of like copy and paste solos. So that's that was my thing. I think James sounded great. I really liked Rob. You know, I heard that bass in the beginning. That was fucking epic. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think the this, this song was good. You know, it's not my favorite song. I still think Lux Eterna was the best of the four so far. Okay. Um, I think Lux Eterna had just, you know, it was kind of shortened to the point, but the chorus was really great and, and epic. So that's why oh, I yeah. liked it. Lux Eterna has the best chorus of the four. Um, I would definitely yeah. agree with that. Sure. Um, the best, uh, actually, no, the best solo, I think, is Screaming Suicide. So this one, 72 Seasons, was my instant favorite of the four um i thought if darkness had a son was going to be my favorite but i'm like no i like screaming suicide more but then like i got this feeling of when i listened to 72 seasons for the first time this morning it's like okay this song has like almost everything that i love about metallica right it's got a nice good drive beat you know james sounds like james fucking headfield you know it's fast it's got your double bass lars is lars and i do agree with you you know, Kyle, about Kirk just being there. It's a little copy pasty. It's like, and it's 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 like I was thinking on the elliptical earlier. Like I listened to the song like seven times in a row, right, just to blow through a workout. 
and I'm just like listening to different parts. I'll listen to something new every time, and I just feel like Kirk, like what? He's like almost 16. I'm not using this in an excuse, right? Or just because 60 years old is not. You can still do whatever the hell you want, but maybe he's just happy surfing in Hawaii and <laughs> just putting in a, you know, the effort that he's putting in now and not creating, although he has writing credits on this song along with James and Kirk, or James and Lars. 72 seasons. Yeah. James, Lars, and Kirk, so. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that. I mean, I'm still happy that they're playing in general. I mean, they Me didn't too. have to do another album at in their 60s, you know, touring like that they do. So this is... This is like, you know, purely for the fans. And maybe the rest of the album is different. Maybe we'll get some more melodic songs and maybe we'll even get like a, a slower song. I mean, Metallica really hasn't done that in um, in a while. So They haven't, no. Uh, Unforgiven 3 off of Death Magnetic. Was that kind of like the last time we got a little uh, bit of something like that? Yeah, that's that's true. That See, that's that solo... That solo ripped, man. Like, holy oh, yeah. shit. That was just... It, that whole album was just, you know, perfection. I mean, it really was. Um, oh, so I, f- did, I felt like you... I felt like Death Magnetic was one of Kirk's best albums, like ever. Yeah, like second to for sure or something. It was that good. I, you know what, I've always found though when I'm listening to new music, because I listened to this while I was at the gym, and and it just so happens that every time Metallica drops a song, I'm like in the gym for some reason. I. I always listen to it, but then, like, I don't really give an assessment until I listen to it in the car. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to give a song a fair assessment, you have to, it's got to pass the car test. Yep. Do you know who does that? there's something about being in a car that, you know, it just, that's, you just, it, it just hits you the best, I feel like. So, I, I, I definitely felt better about it when I listened to it in the car on the way home. Do you, uh, do you know who does that? before their albums are released is Lars with Metallica. He takes it on the drive test. He takes their shit yeah, that they I put think together. I heard that. He puts the CD or he puts the MP3 or whatever now, Bluetooth, and, and he, he listens to it and he just drives. He's like, it's 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 got to pass the car test. That's that's awesome, yeah. I do the same shit. I do the same shit. I couldn't wait to hear it in the car, like driving and listening to it. Just that that's like takes me back. Like Both Kyle and I are almost 37, and... I remember one of the first things I did when I got my license and drove by myself and and drove the big old Chevy Avalanche. I put on Enter Sandman, turned that shit up as high as it could go, and I just drove and like just listened to it. That was so fun. I never wanted to go home, <laughs> mainly because I'd catch beatings. Looks like we reconnected, Kyle. If you're if you're welcome to Fourth Mother Box, this is going to happen a lot. <laughs> Why does this always fucking happen? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm hoping. Um, I really don't know. You know what? Just move to Florida, Kyle. Move to Florida. This will solve all of our problems. Florida will welcome me with. I mean, arms. the internet is. My. I have like. My internet is like always on full blast. So I don't know if it's the internet or it's Skype. But I'm. I'm gonna blame Skype because. Let's. My internet is like state of the art internet over here in Wayne to, Manor. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've you've got all that uh, cosplay Wolverine porn that they get to watch in HD. So, I understand. Exactly. I mean, I mean that's why I have to have state of the art in uh, you know Wi-Fi. That's right. So I would say plus 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 I'm like two and a half stars in therapycouch.com, and I have to make sure that 
I can connect online with my clients so they can see how shitty I am. Uh, that's two and a half out of ten stars on TherapyCouch.com? Uh, it, it, it actually went down to two, so, you ah. know, out of ten, so. Two out of ten. Hey, at least two people like you. Yeah, yeah, one of like them being you. with your mother. Oh, so. man, but I already made the mom joke tonight, so you're going to be looking stupid. No. To no, our new listeners no, tonight. not at all, not at all. It's true, though, you are. Um, anyway, it's Metallica New Song Day, Kyle. Let's talk about it. So I w- I w- here's here's how I would rank, and I want you to do the same thing. Here's how I would rank, and look, look, I lost him again. What the fuck is going on? I swear to Christ, at this, at this juncture, at this juncture, is that a word still, juncture? At this juncture, I'm just going to start blaming Skype. Stupid sons of bitches. All right, so what I want to do is rank the four songs that have come out thus far, your favorite, from four to one. I'm going to do mine real quick. Um, and this is this is like ranking favorite children, pets, lightsabers, dildos, action figures, you name it. Favorite comic books, comic book characters. This is kind of how we do it, right? You love them all, but this is just like your favorite, right? And this change, it's, it's always fluid with me with, with Metallica songs. So... Number four would be If Darkness Had a Son. Number three, Lux Eterna. Number two, in a very, 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 very close to Screaming Suicide, number one is 72 Seasons. Kyle, how would you rank them? All I know is I think Lux Eterna is definitely number one. Okay. Um, I think I would still do like Screaming Suicide, number two. If Darkness Had a Son, number three. 72 Seasons, number four. All right. The release order. I like it. Easy to remember. So, um, what'd you think about the lyrics on 72 Seasons? They were okay. I mean, they didn't, like, really speak to me as much. I mean, I think it's, I think it's just pretty, like, a, a pretty straightforward song. So, they they just didn't resonate with me and, and maybe the way I'd, I wanted to. But uh, mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, that's perfectly fine. What about you? Uh, love. I, I mean, I, I love them. I'm, I'm looking at them right now. There's a particular line that I love the most. I remember hearing it. Um, I need to pull it up so I don't butcher it. And I had it. Oh, here we go. It's like the slip back, narcotic, blinded by the ashes of the past. Like that right there. Like I, like, I love this shit. I love the whole concept of 72 seasons with... It being the first formative, the 18 years of your life, the formative 18 years of your life, and just how it shapes you as an adult, right? Um, did you see? Yeah, yeah, Winston loves 72 seasons too. Uh, did you hear? Um, but the the article that you and I were talking about earlier, kind of how Rob was talking about a little bit how this uh, like album has resonated for him differently for the first time from Metallica, and for the first time ever, somebody other than James H- Allen Hetfield. It is going to be <laughs> providing vocals on a Metallica album. He's doing some backing vocals on a song. I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's uh, definitely different. I'm, I like that they're you know trying some things out, and I think that's really cool. And, and it's, you know, it's feature Rob. feature the band, right? Yeah. yeah, man, it's if they if if I mean I think. Metallica's best like live backup vocalist hands down is Jason Newstead. Nobody brought it like that oh, guy. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Fuck yeah. God. It's like go like go watch 
the Black Album Tour, you know, any of those live, like, Binge and Purge, live shit, Binge and Purge, and you just, like, you, you fall in love with how Jason is uh, as, a, <laughs> as, a, as a musician. And just Kirk, so, Kirk sounds like, Kirk sounds like Kermit the Frog when he uh, does backup vocals. <laughs> You're living a lie. I just, I just remember like him on Frantic. He's like, You're living a lie. Like, it's no, true. Kirk, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he can't sing. That's all right. He's not calling himself a he, singer. He admits, he admits that he can. Right. He's like, he's just told to do it. So that's true. Uh, I think Rob took some lessons too. So at least uh, that's 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 good. Um. So man, we we've we're we're two weeks away. Is is there any like anything that you're looking like like wanting to hear more of, less of, or you're expecting? Like, do you want that slower type of melodic, nothing else matters type of song? Are you looking for that? What do you What are your final expectations for seventy two seasons? I really want another song with in collaboration with java rule i feel like that was metallica's best song and we want more of it so i'm gonna we sh- definitely should get another one of those <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna burn your condo down to the ground townhouse whatever whatever okay. that is yeah yeah that we, yeah we all know that never should have happened okay so um i'm kind of hoping for a fade to blackie type of song i always you know like while i love the the visceral assault of a you know, fast Metallica song. I, I've always kind of resonated more with the more melodic, you know, like the, like the one and, and fade to black fade to black is probably one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite songs by them. It's just, you know, everything that it needs to be. And the guitar work is there, is there, the lyrics are there, the drums just has everything. So I would really hope for something like that. I mean, more than anything. Okay. That's fair, and yeah, that would be awesome. Would you consider the day that never comes in that category? Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, good. That yeah, that yeah. song, that song is just perfection, it is. and it it is a fun song to play too. That's such a like a cool uh, little um, arpeggio that they do. You know, James does throughout like his vocals. I always love playing that, so it's it's just great. I think, man. You remember the Mission Metallica countdown and that website? I think I think the lead up to Death Magnetic might have been the most hyped I've ever been for a Metallica album. It's so wild. Yeah, it was. It, they kind of teased us too much, though. They'd be like, "Here's five seconds of a new song. Ha ha ha! You'll never get it." <laughs> here's Kirk farting. <laughs> here's his here's his burrito bean order. Here's here's what he had. And it, yeah, it'd be just be like five seconds of James like singing something, and then sometimes they'd give us a minute full of of like like of shit. And then and then we were sitting at a skirt show, um, and they announced the name of the album, Death Magnetic. They 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 announced it like they sent texts out or something, and then you can like download it, and they they let you download like part of Judas Kiss. So fun stuff. What, do you think uh, them promoting seventy two seasons this go around has been like a pretty good marketing? You think they've been keeping up with it well? Yeah, I think so. I think you know they they. I mean, I, I think album sales really just don't matter anymore. So the fact that they're doing anything is is great. You know, and they did this with Hardwired to Self Destruct. They they did a music video for every song, and it just shows the dedication that they put into this. Like they're not. 
they're not just like throwing an album out there and say, this is an album. Here you go. We're not making any money from it. So we're not going to do anything else with it. Like mm-hmm. they, they put in the time. I actually did really like this video, uh, 72 seasons. Yeah. That was like my favorite music video so far, just because it was like the, the ambiance and the lights and the effects just were there. I just thought it was really cool. Nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are cool. I like the theme that they're going with these videos. They're not like stories, right? Where you know the on, on hardware, like the first disc, because they did like a two disc release. The first disc, all those music videos were like there was a kind of like a theme behind them, right? I mean, Halo on Fire had the girl she was boxing, she was fighting in the ring, and then the band played around the fans, and then, um, well, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Am I Savage had like a real story that that like that man with the family. So I take that back. But um, yeah, it's just it's just like a different different like vibe to it. I like it. I like it. I, here I like here comes re- here, here comes revenge too. That's true. It was like the it was but, like I think it was like a cartoon or something yeah. kind of or an animated. And then like I guess like I guess like spit out the bone had like a weird futuristic feel to it. I take that back. There were a lot more to that. They, the hardwired to self destruct. Yeah, and they killed James Labrie in that video. Oh my god! <laughs> I've always wanted to sit down and just like binge Metallica's music videos from from one all the way up to current. I have like a DVD of their videos from the beginning up until I think two thousand and four. So through Saint Anger. Yeah, through Saint Anger, and it's I I still have that somewhere. I have like all their old DVDs and shit. I should go back and rewatch that. Or you could just stream them. But yeah, yeah, go back and rewatch it. Did you see what Metallica announced today? That the Power Trip Festival they're playing in Indio, California, in October. Oh yeah, it's like with um, it's like with ACDC and shit. Iron Maiden, ACDC, Tool, and Ozzy. And Ozzy. Ozzy. Yep. I, you know what? I gotta give Ozzy some some love. I mean, that guy Mad is love. a fucking He's a fucking warrior because he like he he can barely stand up and he's still fucking writing albums and trying to tour. I mean, that guy is just a, a trailblazer, true, truly dedicated to his craft. And while I'm not the hugest Ozzy fan in the world, I mean, I got to give that guy just the most credit because that must not be easy. God, no. Yeah, especially with the shit he's gone through, man. That's crazy. Oh, apparently Guns N' Roses is on Power Trip too, but yeah. Oh yeah, Guns N' Roses with Metallica again. I saw that. I'm like, <laughs> they're on different uh, nights. Tides have turned now. Good. Tides have turned now. <laughs> Metallica's closing this bitch. Guns N' Roses are on the first night with Maiden. Actually, it should be it. Sh- it should be fucking Guns N' Roses and ACDC. ACDC should be Friday night. Saturday night should be, um, Tool and Ozzy. And then Sunday night should be Metallica and Maiden. Now, now that's yeah, I don't. That's the uh, let right me there. just say that I I don't care for Tool in one bit. I think their fans are horribly pretentious, and their music is glorified grocery store music. So grocery store it's, music. <laughs> it's just uh, just bro- not. Like I I feel like whenever whenever I'm like in the deli area of Jewel. And they have that music. It's like, that's that's just like, I'm like, this is Tool. This is Tool to me. So honey, that's where they get all their ideas from the deli area. I'm looking for the meats. Should we get turkey? 
Should we get to all oh, tools playing again in the background? Oh, low sodium. I can't hear over uh, over Maynard's voice. <laughs> Grocery store. Oh god. Grocery store music. Grocery store. Oh, you said it. You said it. That's 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 a legendary lineup. Like that, I would love to go to that. I mean, even though I'm not a huge Guns N' Roses fan, I mean, I feel like I would just say it would be cool to see them just to say I saw them. But man, Axl Rose is uh, that's not a character that I really want to fund in any way, shape, or form. Welcome. To I the think jungle. ACDC. We have yams and yams and hams. That's what that's what yeah, yams and hams these days. <laughs> I think ACDC would be like. That's probably they probably just put on a, a really fun show. I can imagine. I've never seen them, but I can just imagine that their shows are like super fun. Yeah, they just seem like a chill band. They do. I mean, the music they're playing can be played by like, you know, gophers. So they have fun up there. Easy shit. Wow. Yeah. So, well, that about wraps up our special episode. Happy new Metallica album season, everybody. I can't tell you how happy this makes me. I can't believe we're almost there. You know, I remember when Luxaturna dropped and they announced a new album. And it's just, I love the surprises. Um, let's hope. And, and Fourth Mother Box, please be sure to follow us, please. Again, at Fourth Mother Box. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe everywhere, wherever your podcasts. If you want to hear more about 72 Seasons and hear us yammer about DC Comics, Star Wars, you know, this weekend we're going to record our regular show. We're going to be taught all over the DC news lately. Um, there's a rumor about a villain in the Batman 2. We'll talk about who that failed actor is going to be um, for a little tease. And also breaking down the most recent chapter of The Mandalorian Season 3. But I, you guys have been great. We have been fourth mother box. And on the show, if you're new to us, Kyle always finishes it out with a f- very well put together <clears throat> sarcasm, a little detected there, but I'm kidding. Um, final thoughts. So, Kyle, deliver the goods. I think I'm going to feed on the wrath of man after this week. So that's that's my final thoughts. 